Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick and Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And, you know, uh, call Captain Patrick out for being a liar, uh, because last week, you know, he gave me this Queen autographed album as a gift of ownership, but uh, the part I didn't hear is that it was just for the duration of the uh, radio show. I had a picture of me. And the uh, album, the autograph album, by all, by all members of Queen, it changed so many people's perspective of Captain Patrick. I mean, the comments on Facebook were remarkable when they saw the picture. Like, wow, we didn't realize Captain Patrick liked you so much. And I was like, I didn't either. And lo and behold, he doesn't. Because he took it back as soon as uh, we started our next show after this one. <laughs> so. All right. First off. Yeah. I explicitly on the show yeah. said loan. I don't remember for the duration of the show. I, I thought I said you and own I this. find it highly offensive yeah. that you have used overboard entertainment's lawyers mm-hmm. to now file some kind of weird custody sharing agreement, right? For this autographed album, yeah. I got served Hello. with I got served with papers this past week. You wasted mm-hmm. no time mm-hmm. whatsoever. See, I thought. And Barry will back me up on this because no, he he's an accountant not. and he has like legal authority over, you know, items like this that, you know, uh, we had an incident with the drummer from Rush passing away this week. So you had to make room on your wall. And so you were going to give me your Queen album so you could put a new prominent space for your Rush album up on your wall. And it would have looked so nice. You, you see, I got I, I made a special, uh, you know, uh, area available here in the uh, Overboard Entertainment Studio just for that album. And you, lo and behold, took it back from me. Barry, what say you? You're the legal uh, authority that we uh, lean on in these cases. So, Pat- Patrick, if you notice, the attorney he hired is still a freshman in high school. Yeah. And your point is what? <laughs> Good that, luck. That uh, <laughs> it was free. Uh, you did it pro bono. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway. So. Uh, yeah. Well, Greg thinks, you know. Uh, you got pro, all the. He thinks pro bono is Sonny's Sonny Bono's stepson. Well, that isn't what I thought it was at first, but we don't even want to talk about that. But regardless, um, I said loan. I did not give it to you. I did not gift it to you. You got all the. Benefits. I, you know what? I took. I I took a risk. I took a you, big. You didn't risk even leave it there in, in trans and even transporting that thing. I I don't even have it insured, which I really should because mm. it's worth some serious coin because yeah. i've had it appraised i know i was the, like this, wow what a gesture the, the, of the giving au- this the to autographs me. are legit they've been everything has been verified i would have put that on a boat i would have put that on barry's wall of his boat and i go no, and i bring I it in because <laughs> i i had talked with you about this over the years and i felt bad because i hadn't ever actually taken it off the wall and bought mm-hmm. it in for you to see and right. it's, it's probably i i would say arguably their most not even just Queen's most famous album cover, probably one of the most iconic yeah. album covers. Right. Um, 
that's ever that's ever been made. News of the World Queen, yeah. And All four members autographed on this in a nice uh, display case. Oh no, museum! Everybody saw glass. it on Facebook Live last week, uh, and yeah. Uh, then this you then you told everybody that I gave it to you, and then you said you, then you told you everybody it to that me. I took it back, and now everybody's hating on me. Well, and I didn't give it to you. Well, I only the people that were paying for the attention. duration of the show. Actually, in fact, I even let you have it for three minutes for Scuba Radio. I'll tell you what: most of the people didn't see that you took it back. They all the comments. Were I like, didn't wow. take it back. How, I can't take something back that I loaned to you for the duration of the show. I simply rebagged it All right. and took it back home. I think what we've established uh, very clearly is you are a liar. No, you took the words right out of my mouth. You are a liar. I'm not a liar. If you're, you're a, liar, a liar, I know you are. But what am I? Okay, moving on to boating stuff. Now you're that so we've jealous. Established that you're, you know, Captain Patrick is a liar. And any giver, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to do something really nice for you with that album, but heck with it now. Well, give me another one. Come on. Let's go. Good Lord. Let's go. Anyway, all right. So we have some boating news uh, to navigate despite this little riff that has been, uh, you know, that has developed amongst the crew here at the World There is no riff. There is no rift. There's no rift. No rift. There's no uh, drift. There's there's nothing. You You wrongly assume something. That wasn't in evidence. You know, you're a captain. I didn't. I, I didn't really put you in the same category as fishermen, which are liars too. Let's be real. But regardless, uh, that's fine. Moving on. What other stuff can we talk about that maybe our passengers will enjoy, uh, as opposed to the bickering amongst the world of well, boating well, crew today? Since we're on the topic of you, yeah, uh, and and what a terrible, horrible person you are. <laughs> um, let's stick with that. Uh, Line of, line of discussion. Okay. Because this past week, Carnival Cruise Lines, because we all know that you are a cruiser. You are you are a... a Which means a, you're a boater. You no, you, on, you get you, on you our are, boats. You, you are it's a, a really cruise big liner boat. type of person. Mm. Yeah, that's what you enjoy doing. Um, I mean, only you could say that you uh, swam across the Atlantic solo and you took that... Well, I was swimming in the pool on the cruise ship while it was going across the transatlantic voyage, so that means that I swam the Atlantic. Um, anyway, Carnival Cruise Lines this past week has now banned offensive clothing, which pretty much means anything that you choose to wear, Greg. What? Yeah. What offensive? do you mean offensive? Offensive clothing like what? Like uh, red watch caps? That we're not allowed to show on uh, Facebook Live. Nothing worn during the cruise should contain any message that may be considered offensive or contain nudity, profanity, sexual innuendo, suggestions. In addition, clothing slash accessories should not promote negative ethnic or racial commentary or hatred or violence in any form. So no more bikinis. Hmm. No more rebel bikinis. No more Confederate flag bikinis. Oh man! So now they're well, uh, carnivals, basically gl- going uh, nudist. PC. Uh, they're they're going nudist. they're going way PC. Uh, look, if there's if there's one place that you know you'd really want to be able to let your hair down, so to speak, you would think it would be on a cruise ship. You know, you're you're hundreds, if not thousands, of miles away from the mainland. But does does this now? I mean, where cruise lines are are starting, they've been specializing. I mean, you've got. Uh, 
1980s cruises, you know, with uh, Kiss Cruise. You've got Kiss Cruise. If you've Queen got, was still around, there'd be a you, Queen you got Cruise. Heavy, you've got heavy metal cruises. Yeah. You know, you've you've got all this. Is right. it is it time to create another category category for kind of like politically a, a, incorrect cruise and anything goes type of cruise? Oh, you mean like spring break out on sea? On yeah, the sea. only only with fifty and sixty. That would be the new Virgin Atlantic cruises that are coming out this year. That's what they're doing. But I mean, because this is something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, have you have yeah. you found this to be an issue when you when you've what, been out offending people when out, I'm out at sea and I'm doing the air quotes when you've been out boating um, <laughs> on your on your private you know uh, 755 foot yacht. Um, I have offended many a people on a cruise ship, but usually not with my clothing. Yeah, but that's usually at the. Uh, it's usually the with what bar. I I say out loud or. You know, comment on you know that kind of thing. Hey, move it, old lady! I'm trying to get into the buffet before breakfast. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. In the evening, you know, that happens. Yeah, I thought it was when you had that. Uh, how do I want to say that? That that actual metal zipper, yeah, um, pierced below your uh, heart surgery. Scar. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I All right, was, so regardless. I thought it was a Ziploc. <laughs> who, who is making the call? <laughs> what, what happens if they get a complaint? Then they'll say, okay, take it off. You well, know, I, guess, kind of I, guess, I guess they, they put you in cruise, cruise ship jail. They, the well, there's, I mean, who's going to make the call on what's uh, offending they, they are now They're now issuing uh, when you clothing guidelines. That there are now clothing guidelines. Mm-hmm. And... I guess my question to you is because you've done more of these cruise ship type things than, than anybody else because the rest of us... I am kind of a boating expert in because, this category. Thank you very us, much. The rest of us are actually boaters. Losers. Where, uh, you know, on our own private boats, we can wear whatever the heck we want. Um, have, you found it, have you found this to be an issue when you've been on cruise ships? Have you, have you seen anybody wearing anything that you would consider to be offensive? Uh, the and Europeans, for you, that's a, that's a pretty wide Europe, range. The Europeans, you know, they, they really ought to have some kind of rule that, you know, past 50 you're not uh, allowed to wear, like Speedos and stuff like that. And Canadians should be allowed I'm to wear black towards. socks. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> no, there, there's I, some I, issues there. Have, have you been faced with this, or is this is somebody... I, ma- I try to avoid that at all costs. Is are they making something out of nothing because they've had a couple isolated instances? Uh, they're where, making yeah. something out of nothing. I mean, look, they have a belly flop contest, for Christ's sakes, every week on one of those cruise ships. How more offensive and politically incorrect can you get? Just keep listening to the show and That's find right. out. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. The the clothing police on the cruise ships, uh, that would be an interesting gig uh, for sure. But uh, more coming up, more traditional boating stuff next on The World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you know this might be the thing a boat is it hard to take care of a boat not a little boat like this and you have to have your license and you have to no nothing it's like a slide whistle anyone can buy one Oh, the phones will rise with the sleep still in their eyes And they'll jerk from the beds and think they're dreaming But they'll pitch themselves and squeal and they'll know that it's for real The hour when the ship comes in this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. By the way, everything we're wearing today as we do the show, as everybody on Facebook Live can plainly see, is totally inappropriate. For, uh, I am honoring... Uh, all venues, all visual I, I, venues. I am honoring the passing of Neil Peart. Right, the, but you're, you're wearing so, it, so it's... So it's not offensive. No, it's offensive. Lab, you looked at yourself in the mirror. Come on, and I apologize was to that a, everybody. Was that a shot? Was that was that? I, I'm was just that, wearing a green shirt. How is that shot? offensive? Well, Barry, you're not offensive because you you're not allowed on Facebook Live, so they can't see oh, okay. you. Okay, I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing for Patrick and myself. Do you realize that so when I say you're butt ugly, I'm I'm including myself in that realize, category if, as well. If you if you're doing this show by yourself, huh? You know, because that's pretty much what's going to happen. You keep heading down this path. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about offensive. Okay. Uh, Patrick is a handsome man. And as we established at the beginning of the show, we know he thinks I'm a liar. So we'll just leave it at that. No, no. Not thanks. (laughs) Not thanks. Okay. Well, you answered your own question. Those posts you put on Facebook prove without a doubt 
Yes. In this one particular instance, oh my gosh, we you just are got a, a liar. flurry of you know thumbs up on Facebook. They agree. Well, yeah. you guys, once again, we're here to serve. Well, as we were talking about, use carni- your eyes. As we were talking about Carnival Cruise Lines, um, yeah, and their uh, new standards or this, lack thereof. This, this if you ban don't on offensive clothing, which is it's a br- pretty broad um, guideline. You know what one person finds acceptable and no person. banana hammocks. I mean, I that's mean, that's pretty universal, isn't it? Until you get over to the UK and walk I mean, down a beach. I certainly, I, I would say that you probably shouldn't be wearing any clothing with the seven uh, dirty words on it. You know, I mean, mm, that, that's that's maybe that's probably not appropriate for a cruise ship. Uh, I, I figure. I figure what they'll do is they'll have some kind of document you have to look at and sign saying. You have read this, and you're not supposed to wear these things. No, they what they do, they just uh, they don't. They put that into the contract when you purchase a cruise line ticket. They they cover their ass so many ways, backwards and forwards. It's not even funny. You know what this is, Barry? The uh, truth. Yeah. The, the the truth. The and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, the American public in general because I can't speak for the international, but there's a sense of decorum that has been lost. Um, say over the last. 35 years do you remember i mean i remember as a as a child a 10 year old flying on a plane and flying on a plane back in the 70s other than being still pretty big roll of dice um technology isn't what it was now um but you would dress up oh yeah you know you 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 would it men were in you know they were in suits or they were in slacks and button down shirts and women wore dresses. So yeah, what's your was, point, Patrick? Well, at, at that, there was an era where when you went on a cruise ship that you dressed to go, it was, it was a thing of, of, of elegance. Uh, it, it, it was, yeah, the only dare thing I say Titanic. It's the only thing on the cruise ship that sucks is having to dress up for dinner. No, yeah, it's, well, it was no, supposed no, to be that. something it, they, that it was supposed more to be polite. part of the experience. It was, it was, you were supposed to it kind of take on this role. Now they've gotten more casual. And I mean, yeah, uh, now it's like going to South don't? Padre Island on, no, a, what, on a boat. If man, you want to dress like, up. You can dress up. If you don't want to dress up, you don't have to, depending on which cruise line you go to. Now, uh, Barry, what say you, you? You you can be casual. Right. But you, you know, there are certain things, you know, if you're going to wear a shirt that you hate one particular race of people or you wear something that says that I'm better than you, you know, something you got to think a minute and say you're going to be with thousands of other people on this boat. Why would you want to wear something like that? Why do you want to make that kind of comment? Keep that to yourself. That's why I say there's well, a, a sense of decorum that's that's eroded to where gone. people are just yeah. kind of like, hey, I'm I'm gonna I paid my money, I'm gonna wear what I want to wear, and if you don't like it, you're the problem, not me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's time where the cruise ships need to kind of roll back and say, hey, yeah, we ha- we have a standard. Because we want to create an experience that's enjoyable for all of our passengers. Well, here's the truth. Like I said, when you sign up and uh, book a ticket on a cruise line, they have this crazy disclaimer. They can do anything they want to you, pretty much. I, it kind of surprises me Carnival's put up uh, put out this new standard for clothing because, like, like you said, it's so ambiguous. Who knows? It, it, it sounds to me... That uh, if somebody complains about what you're wearing, they're going to use this as an excuse to come after you. But honestly, they don't need that. 
If they say we got to complain about what you're wearing, sir, you got to change, or we're not going to serve you. They can I'm already. Not, I do paid that. my money. I bought my ticket. I'm not changing my clothes. You can't make me change my clothes. Uh, yeah, I can. We're in no, international waters. This is the United States the, of America. No, it's not. I'm we're an in American international citizen. We're in international waters, and uh, that does not. Uh, you know, well, take matter. us back to U.S. waters. I want to go back home. Uh, you're, we're going to throw you in the brink. from the land of the free. We're going to throw you in the brink, or we're going to throw you in the drink. Take home your choice. Can I, can I give you an example? Okay, well, uh, give us an example, Barry, since you're a okay. cruising maniac like me. Yeah. Thank you. Um, there is a theater out in Austin that my son took me to. It's a movie theater. And uh, they um, a movie theater, one of those movie type. Theater. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Listen. <laughs> They specifically tell you over and over again, no cell phones out during the movie. And they say they will give you a warning one time if you have it out. And the second time, they will eject you. And people have written in and complained because they were ejected because they kept taking their cell phones out. If you're going to go to a movie, put the cell phone away. If you don't like it, don't go to the theater. It's the same way with the ship. If you don't like their rules and regulations, go on another ship. Yeah, or walk the plank. And swim to shore. <laughs> In they they, they have the power to do whatever the heck they want. So if they don't want to abide by that, yeah. But well, I agree yeah. that there's been a lack of decorum across, you know, like a lot of, you know, 20 years ago, all this stuff would be common sense. And now it's like people just seem to be so full of themselves. Listen, when I started doing this do radio show with want. you, you required a dress shirt and a tie. No pants. <laughs> no pants, but a dress Brush. shirt and a tie. Yeah. And that is that has gone it's just the way about showing respect. But uh, you know, now that we know you, it's like uh, all right, we can be a little bit more casual. It's casual Saturday here at the world. Well, of with the new stools, you don't want to uh, dirty them up anyhow. Oh no, I'm doing my darndest. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you don't want to know, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There are things that go on during the commercial breaks. Well, um, I we love you to dress down, chair. okay, and, and not have to wear a, a shirt and tie. Man, but we never did put the requirement of pants back. Why on should Maybe I? We fi- should rethink that whole uh, standard here at the World of Boating. Especially after we have no standards. Wow, that's what makes us great. We got any disinfectant here for the uh, studio chairs? God help us. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. We are dressed in appropriately, but look, that's how we roll. Here at the World of Boating. Barry, what say you? Uh, I just wanted to say one thing. My wife is baking cookies right now yeah. in this house. So you may leave us. Is that what you're saying? No, that's no, a, that's a euphemism. I'm, I'm going to wait for them to cool off. Oh, it's a euphemism. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. It so makes sense. All right. I okay. don't even want to think about what so it might mean. Why should the uh, cruise ship passengers pay any attention? to the rules and regulations that Carnival sets down when Carnival itself as a company disregards and blatantly continues to disregard the rules concerning dumping in international and and our waters. Um, This past week, Carnival agreed to a settlement after pleading guilty, okay, not pleading no contest, 
uh, or not guilty, pleading guilty to polluting oceans and covering it up. Carnival Corporation, one of the biggest cruise companies in the world, will pay $20 million settlement after Princess Cruises, its subsidiary, pleaded guilty to improper waste disposal. According to a court filing on Monday, the Miami-based company released enormous amounts of food and plastic waste into the ocean, which violated the terms of a previous settlement the company had agreed to following similar transgressions. Princess Cruises also failed to maintain accurate waste disposal records and only addressed environmental compliance issues on its ships in the immediate lead-up to the third-party inspections. But we have banned all banana hammocks on our cruise ships. So why... I mean, here's a company, and, and listen, it's not like they're unknowingly doing this, okay? You, this, it's on small boats, okay? When you go to dump waste, the way the systems are set up is there's two or three safeguards you have to get past in order to discharge your waste tank. So it's not something you can say, oops, I accidentally pooped in the ocean. That, that's a phrase you usually don't uh, hear very often, but thank you for sharing. You're Patrick. welcome. <laughs> Oops. Oops. It might be a Britney Spears song, I think. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Great. It's so good to see y'all. Likewise. Welcome to Hilton Head Island. It's Woo! absolutely beautiful. It it's so amazing. And so This is the uh, world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. The Bachelor uh, has uh, relaunched this past week. As, as I know Patrick knows and Barry's watching with bated breath. Uh, the Bachelor is a pilot, but they always incorporate a boating date. At some point into this show, which is why I watch. It's called Research uh, for the World of Boating. That's why I stay up to date with The Bachelor. You're, you're what, just one of the many services we provide here. Yeah, at the, the Bachelor with that insipid black World sales that you got me to watch. I couldn't get through the first two episodes. It mm-hmm. was so horrible. Yeah. Just, just bad, bad, bad TV. Well, you know, we watch it so you don't have to. Yeah, well... Um, so if you're on a, a, a smaller boat, you have an onboard um, holding tank, and you're no. going to go and discharge that wastewater. A technical term would be poop catcher. No. You, you, have, no. A, you, have, a, right? you have a seacock that should be shut mechanically, which usually a tie wrap or something like that that you can cut mm-hmm. um, and then open. And then when you go to discharge, it's usually going to a panel where there's uh, albeit what would you would consider just to be like an ignition key that you would turn to the on position, and then there would be a button that you would have to push. So there's no way you could say, oops, I accidentally discharged my waste tank, uh, Mr. Coast Guard officer, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, please don't write me a ticket. You, It's something that you have to go through all these steps to do. You've, you've done it. Okay. So... Your point it's, is, it's not like these cruise ships are doing this accidentally. They're knowingly doing it, and they've continued to do it, 
even though they've agreed not to do it anymore. And in fact, right after they agreed to pay this $20 million right here in our own backyard in Port Canaveral, thousands of gallons of wastewater gushed into Port Canaveral from the carnival elation. So they, it's they probably cheaper to pay the fine than it is to have exactly. It it's it's a cost of doing business. Twenty million dollars drop in the bucket. Hmm. You know, we'll just pay the fine. So my, my question, what what this kind of and especially right on the heels of this, again, right here in our backyard, and I've had people that have commented, Well, look, it was just gray water that got dumped into Port Canaveral. Well, unless you've been out at Port Canaveral, and yes, there's water movement there, but in these cruise ship basins where this is, it's 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 kind of uh, stationary, if you will. You know, floaters. Well, no, what I'm talking about is, you know, wait, wait, did you say it was a the carnival evacuation, elation, elation? I'm sorry. (laughs) So you you get. You get water movement in these areas, mm-hmm. but where this water gets dumped, it's kind of in what what would be more or less a, a a cruise ship dock basin, you know. So I mean, it's not like the water like this stuff is. And then where's it rushing out to? Well, it's either going into the Banana River mm-hmm. through the locks, or it's going out to sea, and it's either going north or south or down the east coast of Florida. So it's either going up to the Canaveral National Seashore, which if memory serves as a national park, or it's going south, where right there you've got people in the water on the other side of the jetty that are swimming, surfing, bay, whatever it is, you know, in the water. This, this, so that floater is not a baby roof. Well, Don't be tempted. Don't be tempted. What they're saying is gray water is not the same. Gray water is not the same as true waste water. Gray water would be more stuff from discharges from sinks, Mm-hmm. Um, uh, things of that nature, you know, right? Like, nuisance water. This is stuff that's discharged from other. Uh, it, this isn't poop water. Showers, yeah, yes. showers and okay. stuff like that. So they, mm, so but, they, so they've gone and discharged this as well, which could contain food. No, and look, plastic in, in and their defense, like uh, there is no defense. Well, look, the the industry has come under a lot of fire. They have been trying to clean up their vessels quite a bit and be more environmentally sensitive, green, so to speak. And uh, especially the newer ships, it's very apparent. These are all new ships. No, they're not. No, they are not. No, they are not. Quiet, you. Well, here's what they said. They said the the, uh, gray water from the plumbing and shower systems was accidentally released when the ship was offloading ballast water wrong if that if that gray water can be accidentally released when you're off shipping ballast water there's something wrong with your ship system not to where it could be accident because if it can be accidentally released while you're doing that that's a problem well this was something that i will tell you the elation the carnival the carnival elation is a much older vessel than the the fleet so the older vessels are definitely uh problematic is it 30 years old so, uh, it's probably closer to fifteen twenty. Okay, but yeah. Then, okay, then it's, so it's not that old. Well, it's old enough. Is my point because they, they didn't really get hammered until about five years ago, and they got really no. But they Greg came these, after them. But these, but these systems. These systems. I'm not ha- defending them. You I, are. And, no, I'm not. I'm just saying that they have been trying to clean up the fleet and clean up these uh, problems. Three stories in the past week. They get fined because of something they continue to do. Older boat. 
Like I said, they're trying not to the update elation. The f- I'm talking about for, from the fines from the from their princesses subsidiary, right? Where they've, get, they've been fined, they've agreed to these rules and regulations, and they found, they were they got caught dumping again, right? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, uh, so here's the thing: if you're dealing with an entity that has the ability, to Barry's point, to continue to pay these fines and just kind of shrug it off. What's it going to take to bring them into compliance? Do you have to shut them down? Mm, just larger make it, fines. Yeah, larger fines. And or, I, I, you know, and, and uh, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I hate it when you do I'm that. not defending them, but I'm telling you that uh, we don't know if that's the case or not. It, it very well could have been a mistake. You're making this assumption that they're doing it on purpose because, ah, oh, screw it, we'll just pay the fine and dump it anyway. And I think that's, that's kind of unfair to them. Because no. we don't know. They may have, you know, somebody in the chain of command might have made a mistake. I mean, there's look at it from their perspective. What, you know, if you're going to say uh, it, it's more effective for them to just pay the fine as opposed to upgrade their plumbing or just don't dump, uh, that's pretty bad it's, PR it's in the of, current. It's, it's pretty bad PR in the current environment we find ourselves in from a business standpoint. So there's not really an incentive for them to do this. Uh, and get caught now if they think they can do it and get away with it nobody find out about it that's a whole another thing and you can send in an investigative reporter and go look at them and find out if indeed they're doing that but until you show some evidence that they've been doing this intentionally i would give them the benefit of the doubt that they have made a mistake and they're trying to clean up their act just by proof if you look at the newer ships across all the cruise lines not just carnival canard or princess or whatever I mean, this is a industry-wide thing. They are trying to make the ships more green-friendly, no straws, less plastic, more recycling, and all this kind of stuff because they're they're floating cities. Okay, but they what, are. What I'm uh, saying is, as long as I've been in boat manufacturing, which mm-hmm. is coming up on 34 years, the even 34 years ago, you had to go and physically open up a seacock and then go to a breaker panel. And engage the macerator. Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. You're talking about a cruise ship, which has way more poo to deal with than your typical boating vessel. Can I make one comment? Okay, go ahead, Barry, if you must. It's not hard to put a big sign on the big button that says, do not push until we give you permission. Look, recreational boats. You put a button, I'm going to push it. I'm sorry. I don't care what it says. If it says, do not push it, you know that means I'm going to push it. Recreational boats are required. We have placards that are put that talk that state the rules and regulations about the discharge of waste Mm -hmm. and or oil into the waters. You do it, you're going to get fined if you got caught, and and they should be fined crazy amounts of money to clean up the mess. Even on recreational boats, which systems aren't as elaborate. As what you're going to find on a cruise ship, even a cruise ship that's 30 years old, you're not going, you have to intentionally engage the system to discharge the tank. It's not something that you can say, whoops, I accidentally pressed the wrong button. There are valves, there are seacocks, whatever, however, there are systems, there are things that have to be opened prior to that tank being discharged. And then 6,000 gallons which is this last one over in Port Canaveral, that's a lot to where, hey, uh, what are you doing? Uh, Feeding uh, the fish. 6,000 gallons worth. 
Well, look, I'm, I'm not defending the cruise lines. Yeah, I'm just are. No, I'm not. I, I'm not a fan of it. You are a shill for the cruise lines. But I'm just telling you that I don't know that it's that simple. They got to clean up their I'm act. I'm telling Adele. you, it's that simple. It's not. It you don't know how simple. these cruise ships work. Don't lie to me again. But regardless, I mean, they should be fine. They got to clean up their act. They can't let this kind of stuff happen. That's true. It's but, bad PR but for them. If, period. If, if, they're, if so there's an incentive for them to already clean up their act, if their only punishment point. is going to be a financial fine, you've either got to increase the fine or you got to shut them down, right? Or make them swim in Lock their up own the owners. poo that they release into the water column. How about that? That's that'll be a solution. That'll that'll be some motivation for you. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast oh look at this so much fun you'll ship your pants you'll ship your pants bro this is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick barry the boater we're gonna finish up this show and head out on a cruise and uh then 
chances are we'll leave the remnants of our uh, midnight buffet in the Bring local waterway. Own. There you go. Bring your own bucket. Actually, I've got I've got the ultimate cruise ship for you, Greg. Yeah. Cruise ship, personal dive boat. A liveaboard. Broadcast studio. Mm-hmm. Really? In fact, if if Barry ever ever gave serious consideration to selling his boat, this would be the replacement for his boat. A floating How studio. Boat? Oh, wait till you hear about this one. <clears throat> and you could finance. I'm pretty sure you could get a loan for this one. Okay. Yeah, but can I tow it with my little truck? You wouldn't have to. Oh, okay. Explain, Captain Patrick. Brazil is selling one of their aircraft carriers. Okay. For (laughs) $1.275 million, which is about three Brazilian dollars. Hmm. That's not much. Are you that's sure? Brazilian I know. That's, the Brazilian Ministry of Defense announced on Monday the opening of bidding process to sell the aircraft carrier Sao Paulo for a minimum bid of about $1.275 million. The largest military vessel that served with the Brazilian flag, the aircraft carrier was acquired by the Navy in 2000, brought, bought from France for $12 million. Boy, talk about depreciation. Yeah, we know boats depreciate, but good that. God, Are you man. sure it's million and not billion? $1.275 million. Hmm. Okay. That seems low. I mean, you go to Is the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, they got boats over over a million dollars and $2 million. Yeah. They're not even While still active, it was the oldest aircraft carrier in the world. The vessel was launched oh. in 1960 and served with the French Navy from 1963 until 2000. Uh, the 32,000 ton, 265 meter long vessel served on combat fronts in Africa, the Middle East, and Europe. Uh, with the Brazilian Navy, however, the vessel had a short and rather troubled career marked by a number of mechanical problems. Well, if you're a boat owner, you're you're well aware of those. Hmm. Um, I wonder how many I wonder how many gray water discharges they had. Uh with the Navy, probably none. <laughs> but here's where let's see. What do you think? They're kind of backed up. Brazilian food is just as bad as Mexican food, Patrick. Come on. Wreak well, havoc on your digestive system. This thing comes with some aircraft, comes with some helicopters. Oh. I mean, this this is Sounds not- like a bargain. All you need is <laughs> a Brazilian dollars. There you go, Greg. Yeah. yeah. The, the airplanes are biplanes from the 1950s. <laughs> no, okay. they are not. All right. They, so you they, set they those jet aircraft as uh, guest houses so, uh, on the vessel if you were to take but, ownership. But, sir, I mean, how great. I mean, when you talk about cruise ships and kind of wanting to to get into specific genres if you were to turn this into a cruise ship to where you know even you were offering flights off the flight deck Mm. you know i mean this this is something that somebody could really probably certainly make a go out of hey you know that'd be better than royal caribbean's flow rider well you know you sure. know how people they 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 want those experiences they pay money for these uh whether it's military experiences or these backcountry experiences and stuff like that well we're gonna put you out on an aircraft carrier and you're gonna stay in the actual you know rooms and you know you're gonna eat in a mess and you know we're gonna go we're going to go on a cruise and we'll have some ports of call and stuff like that. Yeah. But in the meantime, you want to pay the upgrade. You want to do some flights off the flight deck and some carrier landings. How cool would that be? That would be pretty Fire. sweet. I would Firing agree. Firing the 50 cal. 
Uh, well, bigger than that on this thing. <laughs> this is this thing's. I'm pretty sure it got some automated defense systems. I know it's been upgraded, but um, hmm. if you're in the market, bids open at 1.275 million. That still seems way low. It does, but yeah, it, it does seem too low. I but mean, it just doesn't make any sense. It it, it kind of makes me think. Surely this has to be in the billions, not millions, no, right? No, how could it be less than two million? They bought it for twelve million. They're selling. Their bidding is opening at one point two seven five. Hmm. That, that, Does yeah, it float? Bidding, it's <laughs> floating. It's floating. Okay. It's All not right. a reef yet. It's it. Wow. But you, you got to imagine the upkeep and maintenance on this thing again, unless unless you were another country that was looking at um, putting this into your fleet. Uh, the fuel you know, burn would it, be a little it's, tricky. It's either a tourist attraction or you have somebody who's got some money behind them and wants to make a go at this. It. As kind of a specialty cruise type of market. I got a better idea. You take it out to the spot you like, you drop anchor, and you leave it there. Then you shuttle people back and forth. You don't run it because it costs way too much to run, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Put some sales on it. (laughs) Jesus, God almighty. (laughs) Stop it, Barry. So we know who's not going to own this thing, and that would be any (laughs) member of the World of Boating crew, for sure. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. Um, on, On a somewhat related note, because it involves water. And Greg, you and I were talking about these uh, exploding dolphins during the commercial break, and I yes. didn't want to bring that story up. But did you see this story about these parents that put their five-year-old son in a shark cage? I did. That was a doctored photo. Was it? It's been debunked. Are you sure? Yep. Yeah. It I was photoshopped. That, I think that's real. No, it, it was photoshopped. Five-year-old. I've read it. Been, it's been debunked. Uh, the other story: the dolphins with the bomb strapped to their. Uh, backs that uh, Rainy uh, Iran supposedly got a hold of. I think that's that's a urban legend. Are kind you of sure story this is too. Photoshop? Because yeah, I'm positive. That, that shark, it. it's been debunked. I'm telling you, they didn't the, have it. No, the birthday hat on that Wrong. shark looks no. real to me. That's internet nonsense. <laughs> Google it, you'll see. But see, that doesn't keep us from falling for that crap. And yeah, that's but what we I was do. trying to get our listeners to fall for it, Greg. Okay, we'll go and look it up yourself. And on that note, we'll finish it up for this week. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, better is better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.